Black Hollywood Live fans, today on Justice is Served, we're talking about the rash of celebrity robberies, not celebrities committing robberies, but robberies against celebrities, just to clear that up. The Trump travel ban 2.0, how constitutional is that? And a Georgia couple is sentenced for terroristic threats. That and more on Justice is Served. Stay with us. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Justice is Served. Hello and welcome to a beautiful March 8th edition of Justice is Served. Thanks for joining me. My name is Chelsea Galicia. I am joined by a full panel of attorneys here. Um, we've got Dominique Price, Yemi Ibayami, and Shaka Smith. Thank you all for being here. Uh, let's get into the rundown, shall we? Because I packed it pretty tight. Let's do it. Okay, great. Uh, and just in case this is your first time joining us, this is where we cover the latest in legal news each and every week. It's as though you were listening in to a group of attorneys um, just having a conversation about what's in the news. You get to, to eavesdrop in on purpose. Alrighty, so there's a rash of celebrity robberies in L.A., and everybody's wondering why this is. This is like the Kim Kardashian effect of you um, put your bling out there and now the robbers are coming a-crawling, or what's going on in L.A. <laughs> that's responsible for this rash? Well, they're saying it's attributed to, um, I guess, with L in L.A. we have these prison populations overcrowding, and they're attributing it to letting out some of these nonviolent offenders, some of whom commit burglaries. Yeah. I was confused by that. I was like, okay, so do we know for a fact that these yeah. are repeat offenders? Have you caught them? Because as far as I've been reading, you haven't caught almost any of these burglars um, in these last, like, four or five cases. And so I'm like, are we just guessing here? That's yeah. it. And on top of that, it seems like a lot of these celebrities are not locking their doors oh, because yeah. they feel that they live in safe neighborhoods. Who doesn't lock their door? I can answer that question. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this Dodger star's name. Yassel... Puig. Thank you. He doesn't lock his doors. Alanis Morissette, Caesar Milan, and Derek Fisher. Those are the latest celebrities to be found out to not lock their doors. It was always really funny to me that first year of torts where we really discuss what it means to break into a home, and you would think like you'd actually have to like jimmy the door or bust Break a, a window, window. No. but just entering into the home is considered entry. breaking yeah. um, if you weren't invited in by the homeowner or an invited guest. And so I thought this was really funny that they really wanted to call out the fact that, well, the celebs are technically making it really easy. <laughs> Regardless <laughs> of how easy I make it, it's still my home. Exactly. I just... Yeah, well, but I would, I, I would rather take the extra caution and turn the lock rather me. than lose oh, for sure. two hundred thousand dollars worth of or jewelry. Two million, or million. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. Cost benefit analysis. Yeah. So I'm really bummed about this economics. because I personally supported Prop 47, which was to let the them. the law about letting people out early if they were nonviolent. Um, some of the, especially the drug offenses, some of them got reduced from felonies to misdemeanors, and some of these people were robbers. And if they're out now committing these robberies, I'm, it's kind of like, dang it, I had faith in you. But, I mean... But I don't think we really know that's fact, what's happening. But that's yeah. We don't know yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the problem. They're, that they're, they're kind of just speculation. Linking, yeah. Yeah, speculation. They're kind of linking two facts together that may or may not actually correlate. Yeah. And so I think it'll be interesting once they actually catch some of these individuals to see if they actually are repeat offenders or yeah. brand new to the heist game. I mean, the, the unfortunate thing is that this isn't just like a rash against celebrities. Overall, uh, property and even violent crime is up in L.A. Not a ton, mm -hmm. but significantly. Yeah. 
and they're asserting that it's because of our now new lenience yes. to letting people out early. So, I mean, did we make a mistake in letting people out early, or you think that well, this is still worth it if if it's proven that, yes, this increase in crime is attributable to Prop 47? Well, we're letting people out early due to overcrowding, so... What then is the solution? Make in the, more jails. In the, exactly in the short term, private prisons. Is that where this right. is coming from? I don't know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you, and you have about. to think: Is this one of those arguments that's yeah. kind of bolstering that argument that we do need more privatized especially, um, prisons? Especially since there was actual no, no causal link, and no. so it seemed really premature to even have this article out. It seemed like it was more of a policy-driven article than anything else. But we oh, keep we the bullcrap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then this one was kind of a fun one. Have you ever been not? I don't know if accused. Or told you look like a celebrity, oh. and then yes. tried to capitalize on no. that. <laughs> Who have you been told that you look like? A few, um, but I I attribute to a lot of times just that people think that people look alike. Ah, I'll yeah. okay. Leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now, and Sean, I've not me? been no. no. Not too many, just, you know. Not too many? One here or there. Okay, <laughs> so if somebody confused you for a celebrity and you were able to use that to, say, get into a club, I think, is that kosher? I think getting into a club mm-hmm. and actually being hired to impersonate this person at an event are two totally separate well, things. Well, not necessarily, though, because, yeah. you know, once you get into the club, the, the club might decide to tweet out that so-and-so is there, or they might oh, try to... No, or are they, no, no, no. I, yeah, I, I, I rescind my agreement with you. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying that but there is a material, there's a link. They might use that to further, you know, get more people in. Or, well, because <clears> I think there are two different things here. It's one, if a club owner says, hey, like, come on, Chris Brown, come into the club, and I never confirm or deny if I'm Chris well, Brown. Well, if you enter the club, to me going to the club and saying, hi, I am Chris Brown, let me in for free with free drinks, and you can publicize this in order to get the free Well, I think we should back up for a quick second and let the viewers, listeners in on where this came from. (laughs) So, if you, do you guys all remember Cisco of Thong Song fame? How could we forget? I don't know if I will ever forget. I know. When when even your mom is singing along, you right. know that a song is, is never going to die. It was infectious. Fire. It was infectious. Yeah. Fire. It was a horrible So he song. is threatening to sue a guy who has impersonated him and has been able to benefit by getting into clubs and also inviting to be uh, to perform at a bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, we've got to balance, right, an individual's ability to express themselves. And if you look like somebody and you can sing like somebody, on some hand, you have on one hand you have you know free expression rights, right? Yeah. And on the other hand, a celebrity has the right to protect their name and likeness, uh, publicity rights, that kind of thing. So where is the balance struck? If you're like Cisco, me like man, this guy is making bank, and I am still just living off of thong song royalties. Well, so I, like I think those are on two. So I think those are two different things. Yeah. One, me, me, kind of trading off my luck in that I kind of look like someone and going getting into a club and kind of getting preferential oh. seating. <laughs> that 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 is. I don't see that. As, I don't think that line. leads I agree, to uh, legal culpability. Wow. When I now start booking. Uh, yep. Booking bat mitzvahs as an you, and I, and I think even if I were to book a performance as an impersonator, I think I still think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the problem comes when you 
book something and you're actually pretending to be that person, mm-hmm. um, leading to confusion um, and, and misleading people. That's when I think there's a commercial line. Well, right. Well, first I'll state, in this case, um, I, I throw it out completely because this made Cisco way more popular than he was. So, <laughs> so if anything, he, he just benefited like, hugely. So for him in particular, this case is call it a win. But, um, <laughs> but I think when you... I hope they bring that up in court. Yeah, like, by the way. What was your real damage here? Yeah. You That's weren't actually, going to Fashion Week either way. Yeah. That's a good question yeah. about damages. No, well, yeah. But but in the in, in the event that he does book something where he pretends to be Cisco, that's a um, different and, 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 and does like a, a, a bad performance or you know, you're diminishing my name. Now I, I agree with you a thousand percent and that brought me to the Robin Williams issue yeah. where this person actually was saying that he was Robin Williams and was, you know, going to capitalize on his name for an event. I think that's to me, to wrong. there's a difference only in magnitude for me. So yeah, so obviously one is greater than the other, but it's still the same. You're still in, you're still pretending to be that person, and if the person is in fact famous, there's so many things, especially now, that are dependent upon the fact that you have a famous person at an event. Yeah. And so there, and there's financial incentives, like with the club example, they might tweet out that so and so is here now because you've walked in the club right. and con- confirmed by but walking in. That no, you're that no, person. no. You haven't confirmed anything oh, by well, walking in. Once I said they, you're Chris they, Brown, they, you they, made, they've made a mistake oh, that no. you didn't correct. And that's on them. Wait, wait, it we, is. Wait, we know if you were in the grocery store line and you mis- and they mistakenly give you more food than you realized that you should get. And you walk out with that food knowing that it was not your thing, you are still responsible for theft. I've always thought that was a gray area. No, but that, <laughs> I mean, that's a bright line. I mean, that's so we know that, you know, somehow you get extra berries, but you see the extra berries going into your cart, and you go, okay, oh, this is great, extra berries. And they catch you outside, you're still going to be. We're well, not talking about theft. Well, first things well, first, this, we're not talking about theft. This is theft of likeness, well, of course. It is. Yeah. I, I can see it's that correlation. Appropriation so, of so, a person. So now it's the same thing. So you're, you know no, that no, you're not well, the person. Well, that's not. Well, that, first off, that isn't theft of a person's likeness, because then that that's to say same that thing. anyone on Hollywood Boulevard is. Then uh, no, but culpable of that? No, because they are representing to the representing the public. They are impersonators. That's, that's where we right because yeah. Beyonce yeah. is that, not that, that's, 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 that's where we disagree. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think by walking into the club, I'm saying I am Cisco. If the club owner says. Cisco, it's you. Walk on in. The minute you decide to so undertake the walk, now, li- now so, you so, so, okay, so, so now you so li- so li- so lying is so now so against the law, is what you're saying, basically. When well, that lie involves misappropriation of likeness. Because I, no, 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 oh, I, I'm who I careful. am. <laughs> my water. No, 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 I, I, I'm who I am. Yeah. You think I look like someone. You've asked me, oh, are you Chris Brown? I said, yeah. Oh. I, I've now lied, and now because of that, now, because of that, anything that happens, they're from. So the club now tweets a picture of me at the club. Because Chris, of my lie, I'm now... Chris uh, Brown can now sue you for a misappropriation of his I'm going to take it to another level and so. tell you this. I don't think... I, I think until I... I until I commercial Until I gain commercially from my... Uh, for my taking of your likeness, whether it's that I am, you know, pretending to endorse a product, whether I'm booking shows, whatever the case is, I think that's when I've misappropriated your likeness. For to be a tour, you say? I was just going to say, if you guys remember that show a few years back where they had a show where they were showing people who seemingly looked like but had legal names as the same as a lot of celebrities. Yeah. And so it even argues if I legally change my name to Michael Jackson, the third, yeah. and someone mistakes me for Michael Jackson, am I wrong? 
Because I'm technically Michael Jackson. If you know or should know that that they're making a mistake and you're gaining from that mistake in any material way, and when you go into the club that you could not have otherwise entered, then I think it's a gray area. Gaining in any, I mean, I think that's a little bit broad. If the club club has a cover, twenty dollars, but because they think you're so and so, and you don't pay the cover and you get in. But Cisco didn't lose twenty dollars in that transaction. He actually no. didn't lose much well, of anything. Well, you, you don't know what this guy said to other people in the audience. You don't know who we he relationship himself to. I who, can't wait who, to see what this bridges he burned. Out. So you know, this might have been you know, Cisco might have lost business because this guy this said and did things to people and they believed it was him. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, so, I, but, I, I think I'm on. Uh, I'm oh, track I think, on this I think one. Cisco is going to prevail here. Well. Looking at previous cases, I definitely think he will prevail. Yeah, of course. Um, but I think in the grand scheme of things, you really have to look at the fact that no one has talked or heard about Cisco in probably oh, 50 yeah. years. <laughs> that's, that's, so it's like, I just don't really see the I mean, damage. He, I, he I, made I, I think, this guy himself. I, I, don't think, know. I, think, I think with respect to booking the bat mitzvah, maybe there, there's an issue there. <laughs> and I do agree. He but should I have think to, to the that extent money. that he <laughs> got into the club free, I, I don't really the see. Show? Now, yeah. if, he was, if he was introduced as as a Cisco impersonator, I don't think, which he wasn't, I don't feel like you should have to return the money if you are identified as an impersonator. Of course, absolutely. True. I think in this case it was clear this guy was trying to pretend to be. So people, let's not get crazy and think that you can't hire Barney for your niece or nephew. Do you know when I was little my parents hired a Michael Jackson instead of a clown? I freaked out. (laughs) I really thought it was Michael Jackson. But yeah, I mean, as as Dominique said, you can be an impersonator. That in and of itself doesn't create liability. The question is whether people know that you are an an impersonator or whether you're trying to mislead and deceive. Are you doing something defamatory towards the person, saying something false, putting them in a bad light? All right. I think we live in an area of gray. (laughs) This lively debate makes me kind of hungry. Anybody else? Makes me feel like ordering some Blue Apron, having it ready to go, and I want to cook up a meal. Meals at home, and you can make it yourself. It's great. I love it. I did it, and I had such a fun time making stuff with my roommate. Apparently, this is good for families. Not that I have ever cooked with my family, but (laughs) it made my relationship with my roommate all the much stronger. And it was pretty freaking delicious. Yeah, you can actually pick if you want to do it for two, four, or six people. I've got to get on this Blue Apron train because I, I hear they don't really repeat meals too much. No, for like months, almost That's a awesome. year. Like, and I'm all for like not having the same meal. And yeah. I was a little worried that like if they use fresh ingredients, like how how do I like is this going to come to me wilted and stuff? But yeah. nothing ever came to me at all, even close to it. And if it was, I know that they would uh, take care of it. They make that pretty obvious left and right. Yeah, and it's really materials. awesome because they try to get um, ingredients that are all local. So yeah. you're helping out your community. Yeah. And let's see, how else are we helping the world? Um, There's a discount. Oh, yeah. I always <laughs> like to save a little <laughs> coin. <laughs> let's start daydreaming about some of these. A salmon piccata with orso and broccoli. I like it. I like it. The oh, and it's not that expensive. Yeah. I would think that something like this was maybe... I don't know, $20, $25 a person, like yeah. what you'd get at a restaurant, even though yeah. you are cooking it yourself, which actually is a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, and it's it's got to be foolproof, basically foolproof, because I, no kitchen skills, yeah, you're saying no you kitchen were cooking experience. stuff you would never normally even think no, of getting. <laughs> no, did I tell you about the time when I like looked at the menu item or the list, and I'm like, I didn't even recognize some of these ingredients. <laughs> yeah. like, I had to Google what a shallot was, yeah. because I didn't even know. So if somebody like me can put something together and not kill myself or even have it taste bad, <laughs> then I, I have faith that most anybody can can do this. And it's affordable. It's like less than $10 
a meal? A person. Yeah, for each meal. And, and it was really easy. It took a little time, like 40 minutes, but... I think that's the average time to cook a yeah. full meal. Yeah. And plus it's customizable. So like if you're vegan or a vegetarian or gluten that free, like you can put it in there to make sure that it fits your dietary structure. You take care of me, great. Right? <laughs> it's easier than so, me going to the grocery store. So hopefully yeah. we've got your mouth watering by now and you want to check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free. Free. With free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash justice. Again, blueapron.com slash justice. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash justice. Blue, Blue Apron. A better dot way to cook. Com. Oh, you're, you're getting on that right now? Justice. <laughs> Order right. next week. That's probably yes. going to be more fun ordering that than talking about Trump's label latest travel ban. Mm. Your your neck is like, don't make me talk about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. Uh, you know, we knew it was coming, yeah. and I was all excited Monday morning to see what kind of crazy concoction of an executive order this was. And uh, first glance, it looks very similar to the last one. But it, it, it's a lot better. It's, it's, it's a lot a, better. It, I mean, this one will still definitely. Horrible. I think this one will still will pass legal legal muster. Ooh, yeah, really. He changed just enough. He, yeah. he did just because you, what I thought the new one would not pass legal muster just because. What really thanked the old one was all the talk around it. Mm-hmm. So we knew that they were really doing a Muslim ban because mm-hmm. they had said so. Um, but this one, you know, with dropping a rock from it, which really making sure the green cold, the green card holders um, were not affected, anyone who had been issued a visa were not affected. Um, I think they did enough to pull it away from more of a. We're also concerned about the security of the country mm-hmm. um, and not just the whole Muslim how, issue. How do you think taking Iraq off the list of the banned countries helped it? Passed constitutionally or made a difference to that analysis. Well, it, it made it very, it made it less Muslim focused, and they said they did so because uh, Iraq showed their their enhanced security screenings. Mm-hmm. So it made it about security. Oh, because they were able to show us that they had enhanced security screenings, not because about Muslims or Christians or whatever. That is the reason we took them off the list. So they make it more of a security focus. But I would counter and say that I would like for them to be able to show that they've given that same opportunity to each of the countries that are on the list. If they can prove that they've upped their security, I feel like they should be able to, at least like on a review process, be able to be pulled from the list. Yeah, I mean, I agree, but I think, I mean, from what I heard, Iraq lobbied very hard to get off the list. So I don't know if other countries tried or they just were like, well, we'll just not have your people come in, but yeah. I, I don't know. I still think, you know, at the root of this, it's pretty clear that this was intended mm-hmm. to be a Muslim ban, ban, and you can't do that, even though the Constitution gives the president broad authorities when it comes to immigration. But there's a section that says you, the president has broad authorities to keep aliens out, yeah. but if it's for terrorist reasons, he's got to make it individual to mm-hmm. a person and not just entire countries. Mm-hmm. So I think it's better... And it's obvious that the authors of, of of the order, which you know were clearly lawyers, because it read like they a legal finally brief. went to the DOJ finally. and got some approvals. He didn't and, write uh, this himself yeah. in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, that you know, this one really tried to address the issues that were raised by the Ninth Circuit. Yeah, yeah, I love that they really took time to really listen to each one of the points that were made and try to address them in this new... And, and remember, order. when he said Muslim ban, he always said a Muslim ban for the security of the country. Mm-hmm. So he just really had to remove that Muslim part, and I think they did it effectively enough that this will, this will stand. 
Yikes. I still, uh, I think it's We're not saying that better. we're in support of it. Oh, yeah, we're just saying that I, from a legal... I, think, I just want to pause yeah, for a second. From a legal perspective, I think it it's passes yeah, muster, uh, but we don't agree. Yeah. Enthusiastic. I am Sorry. still... I, I still like... I, I think this one has a better chance, yeah. but I still don't think that ultimately, because we know it's really... It's just a better decorated version of crap. Yes, they but, put lipstick on a but, pig. But I think there was... They still actually had a concern about security. There was a concern. There so was if a you're concern concerned about security, first of all, look at the countries left off the list. Those have been more threatening to us than countries on the list. So that's one thing that doesn't make sense but, to me. But remember, these countries were identified by the Obama administration as um, very dangerous countries. So it's mm-hmm. not like they made up this random group. Yeah, they yeah, did yeah. take it for the previous administration, and now they removed one because one showed that they had better security screenings. So now it just seems a lot more focused on the apparatus of security rather than a group of people. And right. then, but I'm still uncomfortable with it being country specific. I really feel like it should be on an individual basis. I feel like regardless of what country you're from, you could still be a really great person. Well, like that's just like <laughs> saying all, Trump all is not so people sure. from the <laughs> South are racist. Like that's yeah. that's very broad to statement to make. And so that's where I find well, it uneasy to get myself around. Like I want our country to be safe. I want us to be careful with who we let in and out of the country. But I want it to be on an individual basis. Like don't judge me for every black woman out there. Well, and that's the area hard. where I think, you know, you, there's the strongest argument where that it is very, very broad. It's not limited. Um, and yes, what is the exact correlation between these six countries and the uh, propensity mm-hmm. for, for danger? I mean, we know that well, I think that's something they're really going to need to establish. But the, I, I think this, having taken from the previous administration at least gets, gets them off the hook in that sense. No, it doesn't. Um, I mean, just and, because... Well, now it's not but tied you, to I their think thinking. You still have to, but this I, is not... I think you still was have this to an ass- exclusive list? Like other countries like Saudi Arabia and whatever where... More yeah. than 9-11 terrorists actually came from. Yeah, from, from they the, were excluded, or these countries were identified the to the dang- exclusion of the others? These, these countries were identified by the Obama administration as the most dangerous countries from which terrorists could spring. I don't know that that's but exactly that dude, right. That's, that's, I don't think that's, that's what not those exactly countries what happened. Were. That's uh, not what they the, were yeah. doing a study yeah. on terrorists, yeah. like, and it was in not the, the m- full study. Yeah. And so I feel like he took... I thought it was actually more so a study of, of, of visa issues. Well, it was kind of like hand-in-hand, like visa issues and people that have a propensity to commit terrorist acts. That's pretty great list to draw from right, but to, but to me, I feel like that wasn't their that wasn't that was their the aim in the research. If that makes sense, for the Obama administration, they were, they were doing more of like, okay, somebody asked a question, let's get a little bit more information, and there still needed to be more research on top of what was gathered. From I, my understanding, so I yeah. feel like they picked up with a, a shaky research paper, but draft they, one, but the, and they they're using it as a final. But, but once if the, that makes sense, when, I need no, a few no, more citations. But, but once the Obama administration identifies those countries and, and came to that conclusion, it wasn't no, like a, but I it think she's pending. saying there was not a conclusion. No, there it was. was or, factually, there was a preliminary it, it, conclusion. I thought it was a preliminary conclusion. Even if it was a preliminary conclusion, because it came from that administration, you can divorce it from this idea of. Um, Excluding Muslims to from the country, so it wasn't like they identified those countries in order to exclude Muslims because they were already identified by another administration who we believed in that had that aim. So given and the so, fact you don't that think it could just be like a low hanging fruit, like oh okay here oh, and then of we course could, it was okay. a low hanging fruit, but that coupled now with getting a rock off the thing <laughs> because of the, the security clear. concerns, yeah, I believe it does put it in the clear, and then obviously exempting the green card holders and the people that issued the visas. 
Okay. Very interesting conversation. The ACLU is still planning to. Oh yeah, they're in arms. It's a, it's a ban until we have enhanced security measures. It's not a lifetime. But, what, but can we? Oh, right, because but, we don't but have. But my thing is like, is there going to be a timeline in there? Like we we throw stuff out there and never put a review process on there. Like what does that look like? Do we have a plan and process to strengthen our security? Because clearly Iraq well, did. But that, and that's what the ban is for. So so it's not a a lifetime ban. Never. So when we talk about looking at people individually, that's what we're planning to do. Mm-hmm. We make sure that our enhanced security measures are able to catch everyone individually. I know when I read it, I didn't see a, a date. Yeah. But I, I need I a think, date. I need a timeline. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this in 10 years? Were like well, 120 days. Yeah, yeah I believe like it that. was for, in the first bit. I missed first that travel, piece. But yeah. It was long. Uh, yeah. The only one that was indefinite in the first version was yeah. the, Syria. the ban on Syrian right. refugees. Yeah. Which I think is rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me I can never go. I think it's not justice is served, it's rudeness is served. Uh, okay, I think the breath is going to be an issue. That said, I think that weight against kind of a president's great lot, latitude is going to be yeah. it's maybe tough, but I think the breath so is going to be So, which way do you think it's going to go? Think it'll pass? Okay. I'm going to say no. I think, I, I, think, I, I think it needs to be narrow. I think it's way, way too narrow. broad. I have a random question for you guys. So I was reading more about this whole Trump and Obama wiretapping issue and oh, how everyone's saying there's God. absolutely no evidence to the fact. Yeah. So do we feel like, because Trump is very like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, let's throw the book at you because you're wrong. So do we feel like Obama has a case against Trump for like slander? I mean, oh, yeah. isn't there? Wait, uh, I mean, but let's go straight to the damages. What would the damages be? Well, there's there's a lot of He may yeah. have gotten more of that book deal. Pres- presidential <laughs> immunity. You know, there's a. I know, I know. Yeah. I'm joking, but the whole thing was a joke. I mean, but uh, absent, I'm just upset it's at a his good like but the abs- lies. Well, absent the executive immunity, he w- he certainly would. But you know, let's see if he keeps it up. We'll get him in four so. years. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the Supreme Court deciding not to decide a major case in uh, terms of ge- transgender yeah. rights. So, 17-year-old um, boy wanted to use the um, boy bathroom. facilities mm-hmm. at his high school, and his high school said, "No, we need you to use the private bathroom in the nurse's office," which, to me, doesn't feel like it's. That off, but let's. Well, well it reminded but, me of but, Hidden Figures, and I wanted to know how far. I haven't seen Hidden Figures. Yeah. No spoilers, uh, please. <laughs> but so in this case, so you know, this case went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and we were thinking that we might hear the Supreme Court's decision on whether you know discrimination uh, against sex is precluded by the Constitution and Title IX, and that whether or not that also includes gender mm-hmm. identity. Yeah. And womp womp, we won't find out anytime soon. The Supreme Court kicked it back down to the lower courts because, and this is the part that really irks me, because of the guidance that the Obama administration had put out was rescinded by Trump. Mm -hmm. The guidance said, please let people use the bathroom that matches what they feel that they are. Mm -hmm. And that schools will be uh, subject to federal... um, Mm-hmm. They can get money pulled they might if, yeah. if if they fi- if it's found that they're discriminating on students mm-hmm. based on their uh, sexual identity. So then Trump just recently uh, rescinded that, and he's, on a, he's and on a path. And of course, the Fourth Circuit decision was based, in fact, 
on the guidance and mm-hmm. the fact that you know the um, what is it the education department mm-hmm. had made um, some guidance there and so now that that's rescinded their basis for letting it stand no longer exists so the Supreme Court said now you have to go oh review this on yeah, the other. issues yeah. the legal yeah. and constitutional grounds so everyone everyone was punting for uh, essentially <laughs> now. yeah. yeah. And I, I, I was expecting to be like, what, this is wrong? And then I looked at this, and I, tell me if I'm wrong, because I'm totally open to it. But if they had, if the school had said, you were born a girl, you must use the girl facilities, then I see... An issue. An issue. Mm-hmm. But you were born a girl, you feel that you're a boy, that's fine, we're going to have you use a private bathroom. It's so discriminatory. Extremely. You're going to have yeah, to, everyone's going to know that you get up and you go right when everyone else goes left. I think in high school or whatever school, there's that intense scrutiny that you feel that people are always watching. Me watching and then people probably actually are yeah. watching. No, me. I think they are yeah. in high school. So. I mean, so is the solution that we now have a boys' facility, a girls' facility, a facility for girls that feel like boys and a or you have a boy facility a girl facility and the bathroom. way you and the way you identify as the one you use have so you guys I, ever I been to one of those bathrooms where it's like it's three all the family everyone, bathrooms well yeah. it's not a family bathroom it's like has like all the stalls but men and women can go in because they each one has like a door shut and they like, share like a yeah. a sink like they have it at, space, like, yeah. they have them at like different restaurants and yeah. some of the hip places to me I feel like that's maybe where we go I, yeah. I mean this didn't come up for me in high school at all did it did well you that's, that's one of the no. things that I was wondering about when I was reading this, uh, you know, reading about these issues, just how, I guess, prevalent, I guess, it's becoming, because I don't remember there being transgender well, I went to school uh, individuals with, I went in, to school in our with school with a transgender being... individual, and interestingly enough, I think she owned so much who she was that it just, she never let things like that, like, get to her. Um, she didn't have a problem having to shower, like, in a separate shower, um, they were they were very accommodating even then, and that was like over ten years ago. Um, yeah, I went to school, but I, but I she still but she still used, used the men's bathroom, and <laughs> yeah. I always I always thought that was really interesting. But she she actually thought it was kind of sexy that she I think it puts used the men's bathroom. I just think it puts schools in a very very <laughs> being honest, tough, she was very yeah. a very tough position because you do have these states who are imposing these laws that say no, you know, women yeah. uh, and, and men's bathrooms must be separate. And even in Title IX, it says like, you know no discrimination based on sex except for locker rooms, bathing facilities, bathrooms. And so you have schools that are trying to follow, I guess, yeah. their the state guidance, but then at the same time they're uh, subject to these lawsuits. It's confusing. And, 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 and they're not getting and guidance law- from the court. And lawsuits telling them which yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I personally, anytime I'm at the club, I use the men's bathroom. Oh, really? Oh, you're one of those. I'm one of those. (laughs) (laughs) And I apologize the whole way in, but I just don't feel like I should have to wait. I think it's interesting uh, because there are a number of states, I mean, sorry, cities, Austin, Berkeley, Mm -hmm. uh, Seattle, where they've said that any place where you have a single single restroom, that that single restroom must be unisex, Mm -hmm. basically. But how does that apply to schools? You can't have just, you know, single single restrooms. And I don't know what they mean by gender identity because do they mean that I identify with a certain... Like, if I identified a female but presented this exact same way, is it okay for me to right. go use it's a female? Very, if so, I would not be comfortable with you and in the locker room. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I kind yeah. of like, mm, I, 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 I don't you mind the them telling or, you you need to go in. What does yeah. that look like? Right? Yeah. Does it mean you have to have the surgery? Does it mean but these kids are too young? Right. I don't, I don't think people identify with me on my outer appearance. Yeah. So, And what's the line? Like, is it... 
you wore a skirt today, so today you can use the bathroom, but today you wore jeans, so you look more like a guy. Uh, so, so I I don't understand those issues. Uh, and and how this they is why them. the middle ground of asking you in this case to use a private bathroom in the nurse's office is a good solution. I, just I think it's yeah. a good temporary, medium, temporary solution. I would have been more offended if they told him that he had to use the women's bathroom. I'd yeah, be very course, offended. Yeah. But I feel like they're trying to figure something out in a very murky water. And you're also dealing with children. Yeah. They're, they may not understand what exactly is going on. That's a confusing state. Although high school students are explain, way more advanced. but yeah, yeah. And he'd have to go explain to everyone that saw him go use a special bathroom while he's using it. it right. just puts it's a, a lot. Yeah. It is. So Kudos I, to the right, education still, system yeah. right now. I mean, I, I, I don't know what, how you do it. I don't know what the solution is. I, I, I think Kudos you should be able to use education. a bathroom that conforms with your... But maybe just have single I stall. I say use but, whatever bathroom you want to. Yeah. But but I know that adults, I have a whole other conversation. If I was sixteen and yeah. a boy was coming into the locker room, or if I'm a parent and I have like a fourteen year old daughter and I like I and the it guy he looks be. like me, but he says I'm female. I don't know if I trust you. Yeah, no, no. I don't so I understand those issues, but do it's what just, you please. Yeah. All right, let's move on to this Georgia couple that was sentenced. We have some video here to show you, but let me introduce it first. <laughs> uh, this couple was part of a group of like 15 people, most of members of a group called Respect the Flag, that paraded with big trucks in front of... I mean, they were going around town with yeah. the Confederate flags. Right, the free speech, good. Okay. Confederate yeah. flags, you're still good with that, yeah. right? And then they specifically... Uh, were yelling and taunting and even took a shotgun and pointed it at people at a kid's birthday party. Yeah, and apparently like, the guy said he, he could shoot everyone there, then I think uh, the girl said, you know, and the little ones can get get it too, or, you know. Crazy. And these are children, yeah. Really? Like, a bouncy house is there. What could would you, you do? Imagine? A bouncy house. Yeah. Like, seriously, picture for a second. You're at your, your child or your niece or nephew's birthday yeah. party, and this scene happens. Like, that is frightening. Yeah. And so all of them were arrested, and well, as far as I know, all of them were arrested, and most all of them pled out mm-hmm. and yeah. got two to four years in prison. But yeah. one couple took this whole thing. Well, I think I they had the, I think it's because they had the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, they actually had weapons. I think so she had a knife or something. Yeah. They were prosecuted under like uh, street gang laws yeah. and terroristic threats and the whole deal, and convicted. Mm-hmm. And then they were sentenced earlier this week, mm-hmm. and the video from that. Is pretty emotional. And the guy so got let's watch 20 that. years, right? But he'll only oh, serve 13. 13. Mm-hmm. And she got what? She like, got 15, but will only serve six, six. Which is like a long time yeah. in prison. Yeah. 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 All right, let's. That is not me. That's not him. This is uh, Kayla Ray Norton. She's the person who did say those words to these people. It's so. Conf- it's just like. Uh, And and still, that victim yeah. went on when to I, say, "I forgive you. Yeah. I forgive you." I threw up my hands at that point. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "I can't. I'm not. I'm not that. I'm not there yet." Right. Well, I mean, I, in that moment, I could see how she could forgive. She seemed so genuinely remorseful. Who? The the Kayla. Uh, Kayla. Kayla seemed. Say you what? think she was genuinely remorseful? She seemed genuinely <laughs> remorseful. No, she was. She was sad about having to go to jail for six and, years. And she may have been. That was I, what she was I, upset about. She well, wasn't upset about what she I mean, did. She what? says, "I've taken responsibility. Yeah. What I did was wrong." But Wait, then are, she are says, "Are we not allowing the people can realize the error?" 
it away. <laughs> but she said I would never do that, but you did. Well, she said well, I would never go up to you. I would never walk up to you in the street and say and those I, things. But that she, doesn't mean anything. But if, they you're, did, if you're on the other side of me, other side of a fence, and you have a gun and you're threatening me, that is a problem. Regardless oh, yeah. of if you would come to my face and say the same oh, thing, yeah. you I don't know you from Adam, and you have a gun, and there are children around. I think I may have forgiven her or had a little bit more leniency yeah. if these were adults. But these are children. Oh. Children that probably had nightmares. Children that probably are now afraid of white people. And then they had, and there were some white children at the party that now have to be explained about race, even though they didn't even see but race. Right. So, yeah. And here's but, the thing: this was not like just like oh, I was bored and decided to go on a Confederate flag joy ride. The investigators looked into this couple's Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. and they, they had a long history yeah. of KKK affiliation and white supremacy. So this wasn't you know just a bad day. And so for <laughs> her to stand up there and say this is not me, this is not who I am, I was kind of like, well. Isn't it? Well, the only thought well, I had about this whole "it's not me" is I'm like, okay, you're young. Maybe you got caught up. Isn't she 29? Isn't she's 29. She's I thought not. she was 25. 25. You're dating, she's a mother. You're she's dating, a mother. You're dating she's someone. A mother. Who, you're dating someone. And wait, why are we? I'm sorry. Can someone explain to me why we're making excuses for these? No, I'm not making. No, I'm, I'm not trying making, to like I'm figure out this. And the guy was also crying, sobbing. Appeared equally remorseful. What I'm saying is, sometimes I would think we would want to allow for the possibility that they could be somewhat remorseful. Not the saying only, to reduce their jail time. You can be remorseful in five years. But, okay, they, they, I, I mean, they should still serve the prison sentence. But at least they didn't say, this wasn't us, so please reduce our sentence. Yeah, yeah. They, didn't, they weren't trying to plead it that way. This was them apologizing. Yeah. Was, so I just thought, you know, maybe... Justice is served. They got a prison sentence. Well, you know, and maybe their hearts oh, are starting is to totally change. Their hearts yeah. are not. I don't. I don't believe their hearts, hearts are, are changing. Maybe I slightly, think. ever so slightly. I, I <laughs> hope so. And you know who also said, "I know justice was served." The host of the party, Melissa Alford. Yeah. So this is a really tragic. But we have a few more stories. But I have been just told we have been cut off. <laughs> that was the last story. So we'll have to bring the rest of it to you um, next week. Crazy stuff going on in Baltimore. And uh, we hope that you'll come back next week and join us for another episode of Justice is Served. In the meantime, likes and comments and can tweet at me, at Chelsea Galicia. Go down the line. Dominique P underscore ESQ. I'm at AYMYMS on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.